Hey, besties. Welcome to the BFF Bookcast. We're your hosts, Teresa and Katie. Before we jump in, we just want to remind everyone that what we discuss are our own thoughts and opinions. Just remember, we are here to have a good time. And as always, please check trigger warnings before reading any books we will be discussing. And beware, we curse like the Bat Boys probably do during their annual snowball fight. Hey, Katie. Hey, Tay. We're actually sitting right next to each other. I know. I mean, I feel like people, if you look at the video, like, the windows look the same. Yes, and Wait, I... Wait, really quick. Okay. I forgot to, like... So, I got this arc from, um, like, a romance reader, writer, and, like, look at the font on... It's, like, a document, not an actual, yes. like, whatever. Like, on the Kindle's even smaller. I was... I first looked at this, I was like, maybe I just won't read this, because this is so... T- like, yeah. I'll show the camera. Like, it is so tiny, I read it till 2 a.m. one day. I was going to say, that's, that's like you, yeah, that's the book that you were like anxiety like, reading. I actually need to, yes, yeah. I need to come up with a quote now because she wants to put a quote of mine on her Amazon page. Oh, that's which amazing. Which like, so cool. But yeah. I was like, um, I need a whole thing because uh, my brain's mush. But like, I don't have words like that. So I'm like trying to think of like what I mean, to say. I feel like all you, all you do is come up with like a I was gonna, cute like, little one-liner. He grovels. And I might even, like you I could say like the, lines of like, all men should grovel the way yeah. that, like, or like, what you're supposed to grovel. Or, like, every woman loves a man on his knees. Like, yeah. Something, something like, that. like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's oh. true. We do. He does mention who's going to chase her. So maybe I can, like, do something like that, too. Yeah. Like, every, every woman deserves to be chased by, like, a, or, I don't know, something along those lines. But anyway, I just, like, I saw that as I was going into my Kindle app to pull up this book. Yeah, so. Um, but we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about Ruthless Vows. By Rebecca Ross. Yes. So many Rebecca's, I feel like. So I'm like, which Rebecca's. one are we talking about? I'm a little annoyed because we are at Katie's and I forgot my book. And you guys know that I love to like read quotes and do my whole but my I'm whole not gonna, spiel. I'm not gonna be able to do that today. And there are a lot of, a lot of good quotes um in the book. Uh it is the second installment in the Letters of Enchantment series, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first book is Divine Rivals. So if you haven't read that, stop what you're doing, go read it, come back. Anyway, um, it follows – it takes place kind of like imme- – I don't want to say immediately following. But soon Robert, But very soon after. Um, Iris is back to work at the Ink-Ridden Tribune. Yep. Um, and she's with her brother. They're back at the flat. Her brother rescues her at the end of Divine Rivals. Um, and our little angel baby, Roman, is – um, not well. Not well. He was crawling to her. Literally. Like crawling crawl. through gas, gas and like he's all injured and he's just trying to get to his wife and his her brother's like, you need to come with me or you're going to die. And then the god. Okay. Is it Daiquiri? I said Daiquiri. I That's how I pronounced like a, like it. Like Daiquiri as a like. Okay. <laughs> no. So. It's an Australian. Is it like Docker or like something like Right. Weird? That's what I was going to say. I was pronouncing it Daiquiri the whole time um, because there's an actor. I believe it's Daiquiri Montgomery. He's in Stranger Things. He's Billy, the brother. Yes. But how do you say his name? Daiquiri pronunciation. Why don't you, yeah, why don't you just go to the. Okay. Wait. I was Google it too. No, I got her here. Okay. But generally in British English, it is said as Daiquiri. Daker. Stress on the first syllable or. Okay. So Daker. Daker, if you're American, I guess. <laughs> or I don't want to say if you're American, if you're just an idiot like us. Yeah. Okay. So Daker. Daker. Whatever. Sure. Uh, anyway, the god, he finds Roman, he heals him, he uh, like 
wipes his memory. Yes. Because um, he basically wants people to just be Fond. committed to him and, he, they and his he cause. And he fully heal them. He heals them, like, just enough. Yeah, just enough because he wants, like, Roman. Apparently, like, the more your memories come back, the more you feel, like, the effects yeah. of, like, your previous injuries. And then you need to go back to him to get healed again. And he can, like, start wiping your memories again. Yes. He's a bad guy. Very bad guy. Um, I feel like what I loved about Divine Rivals, the first book, was you don't really, like, know what's going on with the war. You don't really, like, know what's going on with the, the divines gods. or the gods. Yeah. It's, it's more... It's mostly the two of them. Yes, it's mostly, like, based... Or mostly has to, like, surrounding Iris and Roman and then, like, their relationship yeah. and how they have these two... So there's three magical typewriters. Yes. They own two of them. One of them is in the museum. And there's not, like, a lot of world building that goes on. No. It's, like, it's very... It's very character-driven, but there is a plot there. Yes. But that makes any like a sense. I feel like in Ruthless Vows now, because they're separated, I was expecting, I feel like, more plot. I still don't really understand the world or the gods. No, and I... Okay, so I I will say... Katie I, and I had very different yes. opinions okay, so about let's, this. Let's, let's set the standard okay. for this. So we got a text from Mary who read it prior to us. Yes. And... Because we started a few days later. So yes, she finished she before finished, we like, did. Before we did. So she did say to us, like, this was not what I was expecting. My advice is to go in with like lower expectations. Yes. So I went in just like it it is what it is. Like, yeah. That's kind of how I approach this. I will say, I feel like a lot of times in fantasy books, whether it's YA or not YA, like an NA, a lot of times like that sophomore book is so heavy on like crazy world building yep. and I feel like sometimes like even Iron Flame like I feel like you got like it was good but I it wasn't um no for, it wasn't fourth wing to me and that's like whatever but so like, I, I kind of went into like not expecting like this grand like build of a world and I, I feel like she did this on purpose well I would think that except that's it there's no there's not a third book no so like, I'm a little you get like a little bit of a glimpse of it as to like what the gods are and like what what's her face did. Enva. Um, Enva did to like she kind of like tricked who'd she trick? The Chancellor? Yes, but like okay, this is my question. The Chancellor. Is is he like the ruler of the country? Is he like the ruler of Oath the City? Like there's like the city and then there's like yeah. little like villages. Who is the Chancellor? Like, because there was a king. So what happened? Why yeah. is there now a chancellor or not a king? I feel like there's just, I don't, I don't, I don't understand know the world. She left it as like just something open-ended for you to interpret as what you wanted to interpret it as. I, yeah. Or I, I'm assuming that's what it has to be. Like there's enough there that you can get through this story. But if you're yes. looking deeper for more like understanding as to like who these gods are, who this chancellor is, what did Enva actually do? How, like, it's not really fully explained. It's very gray. Like yeah, it's, it's like mentioned, but like nothing's followed up on. So it didn't bother me in the first book. No. It only bothered me in the second because Iris and Roman are separated for a majority of the book. Yes. And like, yes, like they're writing letters to each other, and there's like little parts where they are like, you know, they do get to connect, but then they're torn apart again. So I was like, okay, if we don't have them who are like the bread and butter of this story, yeah. then I want background information i want to understand where did the gods come from like we know then there's like this enchanted sword and like there was a big emphasis too with like well 
if a human kills a god, then magic yes. dies. But if a god kills a god, then they absorb that magic, which that's cool. Um, Enva couldn't kill Dacker, but Dacker could kill Enva. Yeah. I understood all that. But there was like an emphasis too where they were like, but if we both die, then like there's no magic left in the world. And like that would be terrible. But would it? Because like the magic is like, oh, we have like enchanted typewriters. And like there's a cafe that like the exactly. tea's always warm yeah. and like everything's always fresh. But like, what is like, what else is the what magic? Else, what else is there? Like, yeah. why is it that important that we keep that? Besides like it just being like cool that there's magic in the world. Yes. No, I hear you. Um, and apparently the magic like, has to like be on like one of like the lay like the ley lines. lines but again it was things that i think weren't described in enough detail where in the the first book it didn't bother me because it was more character driven but then when you have the character separated i was like okay like we're gonna get more plot and we didn't get it i think you still so okay so you still get plot but i think it's a very slow moving plot yes because yeah I, w- I will say i very much appreciate rebecca bringing um roman's memories back Quick. Yes. And the fact that they were able to get the, I think they call it the, um, the Alouette yeah. typewriters. Like they were able to break it and grab another one of those. Yeah. They, they um, so Iris, they get rid of, okay. So da, I think that, so in the beginning, they're like, which typewriter is yours to Roman? And he's like, oh, it's this one. So they get rid of his and they give him Iris's. Even though he picked his. Like, yes. And I feel like that was kind of, I think they also. did that because it was a trick. It, well, I think like, they didn't want him to have something personal that could help trigger his memories quicker. Yeah. Like not realizing that, that the typewriters were connected. Yes. Um, and also like, okay. So Roman's dad was like, well, uh, yeah, I mean the worst, but he was like on Dacker's side. He was like on that side of the war and he knew that Iris and, and Roman were married, but he never tells Dacker. So Dacker just like thinks that Iris is like this, a colleague, but, but he's an ex colleague, very much help, like so very helpful in this war, which I thought was weird. Too. Yeah. Like, why would this guy be putting someone on Iris' tail to like buy her out, basically this this marriage? Like, I I almost wonder because like even at the end, like when Dacker kind of finds out that there's some a traitor amongst his ranks. Like Roman's father does do everything with what he can in that moment to like hide his son. Like, yeah. So I think there's still like, would Roman then be in trouble a bit more to be married to Iris? Right. So like, I feel like there might've just been like a level of like, let me still protect my son, even though like I need him to do what I want him to do. Yeah. That's kind of like how I took that. Cause at first I was like, wait, this doesn't make sense. Why wouldn't he just like sell Iris out? And that I was like, then he kind of does sell his son out too. Yeah. So maybe that's, that's true. Why. Um, I, again, like two completely different, like I actually really didn't mind this. I think because it is so just like skimming, like there's nothing deep about this. There's no like big thinking. Sometimes I get really annoyed at like the world building. Like sometimes I think it's too much that like, I think she gives you enough that you can get through the story without having like blaring red flags and questions. But I can understand wanting to know more about like, these gods, the, the yeah. world and the structure. She could have probably given a bit I think more. I just want to know, like, what the stakes were, right? Yeah. Like, and, like, the the way that they – there's – I wish I had my book with me because there is some – they say something, like, in one part of the book where I'm like, oh, like, their whole world is this – I'm just picturing England. Like, I'm picturing the entire world to be England. Mm-hmm. And 90% of, like, the villages have been destroyed. Yes. I'm like, where is everybody? 
Yeah. And then, like, like ha- I, again, like, Enva can't leave Oath. And she can't, like, let Dacker know where she is because if he kills her, then he's, like, all powerful and, like, yeah. will have everybody's powers. Because she had to kill the other gods to get their powers before he could get them. Yes. Um, and there, I don't know. I just feel like I was, like, I loved the first I didn't care in the first book because I loved Iris and Roman so much. So I was, like, I wanted them to, like, get brought back together and, like... Almost like I, I thought that they would just be like fighting like with their words and like they would somehow like win that way. I don't know, whatever. All of a sudden there's like this enchanted sword that Iris has to steal and then she has to like behead. I do think it was cool that like these dreams that she was kind of having were about her mom end up being the goddess. Yes. And then even her friend Addie was like mentioning some yes. dreams. So I think that was really cool. And the end of the book um, makes you like makes me think that there is gonna be another book in this world about yes, Enva. Yes. Like that's kind of how it goes ends. down there to like Yeah. I also I will say there's two things that kind of like I don't want to say bothered me, but I was kind of just like, what's up? Um please hold, I need to get my charter. Um, <laughs> we can't have Katie's computer dying mid-podcast. Um but Okay, I'm back. So my two things that like kind of irked me about this, um, I feel like, oh my god, there was so much like build up, not like not like build up, but there was a lot like they were working towards to find a way to defeat Dacker, and that's why Enva was helping in her dreams, yeah. like kind of leading Iris and like Addie on this road to like, hey, you need to learn to play this exact song to help him like lull, be lulled to sleep. And I'm going to keep you safe in the museum. And I'm going to tell you the whole story about like the, the sword, like how if you make a sacrifice with your blood first, like it's going to be able to like allow you to kill the God, yeah. which it does help out when that one guy comes after her, who was like helping transfer Roman vow. Yeah. Um, so it's like, okay, this is kind of cool. But when they get down there, obviously iris is like subdued extremely easy she's a human against like this all-powerful god yeah but then like enva just happens to show up and he's killed rather what's well, what i say yeah so like there's all this build-up and like whatever yeah. first of all i don't even know like what his like real strengths are besides like healing like why is he so powerful if like all he does oh, is yeah. like heal and like steal people's memories so again like that was just like another question i had um, okay, I think you're just and he can like, and yeah, he can this. play. The, he has this like magical flute, so he can like control. control. Uh, I assume that they're kind of like wyverns. They're called like ethrals, yeah. and then he has like uh, hounds that yes. are like dog like, but like obviously more like, and they're from like the underworld. Yes. Like so, I, I mean, like again, I feel like there's a lot that we still need to learn. Like I think that he's like the devil technically. He's like the ruler of the underworld. Enva is from the sky, and they like fall in love, and then she's like, actually, no, like you're fucking crazy, and like yes. tries to leave, and like that's yeah. how all this happens, Starts, literally. Um, but yeah, like he's killed so, so easily that I was like, oh wait, so like this whole like this whole story is like how are we going to defeat him, and then all of a sudden he's just dead, literally. and then there's like the graveyard, which is like a third group now that they introduce, yes, of like vigilante like i guess it's like a third party you're like enva dacker or like then they were like the graveyard where they like hate the divines yes and if you were part of like dacker's forces and they're just gonna kill, kill you, you indiscriminately yeah they just like literally like line they, up I the soldiers like, like that was just so i don't even know if i should say this it like was like holocaust, holocaust. yeah 
Like, I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> I was like, like, ready, set, fire. It was like, a fire. Yeah, it was like a whole, like, what is it? What's it called? Like, firing yeah. line. Like, like, they lined up yes. without, like, literally indiscriminately. They're like, oh, we found you, you here. You're this, part yeah. of this. And, like, what's her face? Iris is like, um, a lot of these people don't have their memories. Like, he was controlling them. Roman was technically, like, part helping. of that, but he was yeah. helping us. And they were like, it doesn't matter. We have to kill them all. And, like, she's like, like, she had to show, like, proof to. Which, like, but again, I was like, why? But it's like, we're getting rid of one evil. Now there's a new evil. And, like, yeah. and there's, like, only, like, a few chapters left in the book. So I'm like, how are we going to? I don't think we really needed the graveyard. I think we could have yes. had that one guy, Shane, who was yes. a Dacker's force, just being a double agent. Like, yes. I think that could have summed that all up. Yeah, like, the nice graveyard, like, part, I was like. I don't think it was needed. No. Um. Even when, they, when the first time they went to the like to get the alleyway, like they see like these masked people running, like this is. I was like, here we go. There's gonna be another plot line. I was like, I just don't think we need it. Yeah. Um. But then I really, and I don't know why. I just don't think this was needed. Why did her brother have to die? Oh my god! Right. Okay. So the whole first book, Iris's all of Iris's motivations are yes. getting to the like to get getting forest. to the ward to find Forest. Like. That's how her and Roman even start corresponding because she's yeah. writing letters and she's brother. and she's like hoping that they're going to make it to her brother and they don't. And her mom dies because like after her brother leaves, she goes and like goes into like this depression because like yeah. there's so the entire first book, all the motivations have to do with Iris finding yes. Forrest. And then Forrest is almost killed. So he joins Envis forces. He's almost killed. Dacker finds him, heals him, yep. cleanses his memory. When Forrest gets his memories back, he, like, works his hardest to get back to Iris. Yes. And... And then he's literally... Meet, like, so he meets Sarah, who's friends with Iris. Yes. Like, they start up a friendship, which turns, obviously, like, into, like, having a relationship. And then he go Like, so the, as they... They know that Dacker's forces are about to bomb the whole city, village, whatever it is. And they figure out, you need to take shelter in homes that lay on ley lines. Because yes. they're not going to actually come down. So Forrest goes to like get Sarah and her dad to bring them to one of these places. And it is said like, as they're running with Sarah, I need a clarification to the dad. I'm assuming her dad did not die because like they were clearly moving too fast for the dad to keep up with. And like in the newspaper clipping, it only shows two names. names. So I'm like, yeah. I'm going to go on an assumption that like the dad but yeah, passed, like, why but, like, did but why did Forrest have to die? Right. Cause I feel like he, I thought, I thought he was going to be such a bigger, have such a bigger role to play in this book because I thought that he was going to be like, I'm a soldier. I can I, go with you yes. and we can go like break Roman out or like, or I don't, we can or, figure something, something out together. Out together. Yeah. yeah. And like, I mean, Iris knew before the paper was printed, she's the one who came up with all the listed addresses on the ley line. Why not just go the night before? Like, why not be like Forrest and Sarah, you guys go yeah. to like this location the night before. Yeah. Like why does Sarah have to go to work? Like, I'm just like vastly confused. Also, Tobias, the guy, the roadrunner guy. Yeah. I thought he was really cool and I liked him, but like, I almost wish he wasn't what, like, I understand like him and Addy become something, but like, I wish there was like a Forrest's role. Like, yeah. okay, I'm going to now help my sister because yes. this is the cause that she believes in. Like, it would have made more sense for Forrest to be yeah. the Tobias role. Like, I'm going to help you. Like, I'll be like the runner. I have like this car, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Him getting with Addy so that and, like, it's like part of the story. He becomes a mechanic in the story. Yes. Like, so I just feel like, yeah, like I end up like getting this car. Like, this is what we're going to do. Like, we'll, we're going to And again, I feel together. like even his death was very low stakes because we don't see it. So it's not until the end of the book where yeah. they're like cleaning up rubble that she finds like her brother's body. Yeah. I was, and like I literally, I literally stopped reading at one point. I was like, I just don't think this was needed. <laughs> like, no. this poor girl for a whole book. 
like just wanted her brother back and like she and again and then she gets him back and then she has to leave because she's like needs to find her husband now yes and again like i just feel like because of the work with book one about the brother like it would have made more sense that like introduce tobias in a different way if you want to but like i just don't think or it could be like the four of them like something like but i think four should have been a more pivotal part and like yes. helping to with Emma's forces to like clear out this one village that they're about to bomb. So yeah. they saved in like so many innocent lives by doing that. Like, but even um, what's her face? Pringle, Who's... Addie, no, no. Enva, no, Helena, no. Marisol. Yes, I wish that we, <laughs> I wish we had like more of her too. She, again, she was huge in book a one. Hu- yeah, she kind of just like you get like a couple instances of her and like. I mean, I get it because they're not staying at the yes. B&B anymore, but, like, again, I no. I there's, a correspondence with her. Like, I, okay, so I have this, I have an issue, and this is my issue with Gold, too. I don't think that every character needs to have a relationship. Agreed. Like, the, like, Iris and Roman are enough. So, Forrest and Pringle didn't make sense. If they wanted Addie to have a relationship, again, it should have just been Addie and Forrest. We didn't need to introduce an entire new character. No. And I like Tobias. I think he's a cool character. I think he's cool. But I think you could have just made that Forrest. We didn't, we don't know anything about Forrest. So Nothing. like Tobias could have just been Forrest. Yes. And, and again, like you didn't need to build a relationship between Addie and Forrest. Like, no. It didn't need to happen. I think Iris and what's her fate in Roman were where it. Like that's all yeah. you, that's, that's all, all that's all I cared about. about. Because my favorite parts of the book were when they were together and yes. their, and their correspondence. Yes. Like, that was the best. Like, that's where the book shines. It's like when they're together. Or when they're, like, in their letters. Or like, their letter. I mean, like, I knew that they were going to be separated for a while. Because I'm like, why else? Like, it's, a you know, the letters are such a big part. Yes. So I knew that, like, whatever. So that part, like, did, it didn't bother me. I just, that's, like, where the story really does shine. So I just wish we had more of it. Agreed. Um, and again, like, even if you wanted to do the whole Forrest and Pringle thing, I think it would have been fun. I honestly forgot all about Sarah Pringle. Like, same. Until, I, like, totally, I was like, wait a minute. Didn't she, like, help? Because, like, the last name, like, stuck. Obviously, he wasn't, like, fucking Pringles. So, I was like, you know what I mean? Like, that, yeah. like, stuff. He was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about this. They girl. were, yeah, they were friends from yeah. the Oath Gazette. But, like, yeah, like, I didn't need her again. No. Like, she kind of, like, after the first book, like, I forgot all about her. I just don't know what purpose his deaths was serving to the storyline. It wasn't. There was no, there was no purpose. Except maybe to be like, oh, like, in war, like, people die. Which we understand. That. Yeah, but. I get it. But, like, I just. It wasn't a, know. it wasn't a war-focused book. That's no, the thing, too. Like. It wasn't It wasn't a war-focused book where I think people needed to die for, like, just to, like, you know, show, like, the call, like, you know, the Throne downside to. Yes. Iron Flame. Those books all make sense in terms of war. Even in, like, Agatar, you can even say, like, in the third Yes, book. like, I, I honestly understand. wish that SJM killed more people in Throne of Glass. No, and I'm not, okay, like, I mean, yes, a joke, I was going to say Kale. But, like, only, spoiler alert for Throne of Glass, sorry, <laughs> I didn't bring it up. Only Gavriel dies. Yeah. That's, like, a, you know, a main character, like, character that, like, you, like, learn to care about. Yeah. Um, And that's a book that's all about war. Yes. I mean, the 13, of course, as well. But, like, you don't really know those characters as well as Gabriel but you know what I mean like you like in that in those instances like you're like okay like well this they're in war you're expecting people to die and like the main the main like plot of Throne of Glass is war uh where like that's not the main focus of these books like yes there is a war going on but the main focus isn't the war so I don't think that she needed to kill Forrest to like show that like the negative effects of a war she saved Marisol's wife Keegan yeah which 
I'd almost rather than Keegan Seth because she is military. Like she's still in the military, a higher ranking yeah. official. So like, and we know a lot of like civilians were dying with the yes. bombs being dropped. Like we knew that this is happening. I, yeah. I, I don't think Forrest needed to die. And oh, again, like it just kind of like came out of nowhere. Like everybody was like getting yeah. to safe locations. And then all of a sudden it was like Forrest and Pringle did not Yeah. Even like, they were like, why not just kill like Addie's whole family? Like no, fa- no, not the father. He's so sweet. I'm just saying, if you wanted Brandon, <laughs> if you needed like to show that like innocent civilians were dying, kill characters that really or kill don't... Like, other people from like the Tribune or Helena. Yeah. Like, yeah. no offense. Like, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just don't think Forrest dying was doing anything for the story. No. Um, I even wish there was a little bit more of like when they broke into the museum. I wish there was a bit more. It, it, it just seemed easy. Yeah. I don't know. I really did like this, and I think again because I went in with like lowered muted expectation and was kind of just like think surface level like that's how i approached this yeah um i think i gave it like four and a half stars i gave it three what did i do which what did i do i love the first one so much that i don't want to be like don't read the series it's not worth it no i think you should read the series but like I just, just know that like too it's just know you're not getting a ton of background information about i would say just know that. Oh, I put. It, I gave it five stars. I must have really enjoyed it. You're gonna be really <laughs> bored. Okay, that was the thing too. Like, I will sit and read for like ten hours straight. I would I pick up this I wasn't book. Bored. I wasn't bored. I was bored. I would pick it up, read a chapter, put it down, and like look like at text. And I ne- I honestly yeah. never do that. I was not bored. Um, I was really bored. You literally put boring in your book. I think oh, yeah. again. I think because I literally went in with very low expectations, like. It's just think of it as like a very slow moving plot and what you're getting in like your big shebang is right at the end. I, I gave it five stars. Yeah. I, I do. I liked it. Like I'm nitpicking here. Like everything I just went over. I was going to say, I feel like this whole podcast has been like about like my dislike of the book. We could talk about good things though. This is why I wish I had my book. Cause I would love to like read there's again, like I said earlier, where this book shines is when Iris and Roman are together. I and I think that Rebecca's writing, I think so her beautiful. writing is beautiful. Yeah. I don't have no issue with, like, her writing. I just had an issue with the plot. But, like, her writing is amazing. Their letters to each other are amazing. Their conversations with each other when they're in person are amazing. Like, even... Okay, so it's YA, so you're not getting, like, explicit spice scenes, but they are. But they're, ex- yeah. but they're like, beautiful scenes. Yeah. I would have still found you even if you never written that essay. So, like, it's just yeah. cute. I don't know. Um, He's Also, her dedication, I thought, was beautiful. For anyone who sought a different realm through a wardrobe door who wrote a letter and is still waiting for a reply or who dreams of stories and bleeds words. I was like, that's. I love that. I like that. I'm okay. Because I forgot my book. I'm just like looking up quotes. The space bar thing was my absolute fucking favorite. Cause like the whole thing of it was he didn't want her to write first. Oh yeah. The ER, like this is me testing my typewriter. Yeah. Like, like it was so cute. It's like they had to send like a, like a test at first. And they both said that they would burn their letters, which is, like, how he's found out. Um, both of them didn't burn their letters. <laughs> See, like, I I thought, like, when, when Dacker has the letters, and it's because, like, Shane just, like, yeah. oh, I found them. I thought that they didn't actually get, like, destroy the third typewriter. And, and that coming through the typewriter. Because when... Yeah. Um, when Iris steals the first, like the first typewriter from the museum and she gets it in her room, all of their letters yeah. are shooting out both of them because it's the third typewriter. So whatever I type and shove it under the door, it goes to both of the other typewriters. Yes. So I was like, whoever has the f- Roman's typewriter smart, actually. 
is gonna be getting all of these letters. It actually would have been like a really cool plot point, like Dacker getting these, but like Roman thinking he had no idea. And like they're not using each other's names at first. So like it's kind of like, what the fuck are these letters? Yeah. Or I thought That's like somebody point. else, like maybe I was like, maybe Val isn't bad and Val's getting the other letters and he's secretly gonna be helping them, but Val was bad and he had to die. Um and he's like, okay, so I guess like once Roman so they see each other. He's already like remembering her, but not like who she is. And then he like touches her and all of his memories come oh, back. Yeah. And he's like, okay, you need to like escape. Like I'll like whatever. And then he writes there and he says, should I be surprised that I was falling in love with you a second time? Should I be surprised that your words found me here, even in the darkness? And I've been carrying your letters close to my heart and they're a shield to protect me. And it's just, they have like, they're, I don't want to even call it banter because it is banter, but it's it's bigger than banter. It's like, it's like lyrical poems. It's literally <laughs> like they are like writing like just beautiful poetry back yes. and forth to each other. And it's not poetry. It just reads like it is. Yes. I lo- like th- this is a test to ensure that the strike bars E and R are in good working condition. It's literally just like E, R, E, R, E. Oh, I love it so much. Um what else has she written? I don't know. I've never like, heard this girl. I've never ventured even to look as to like who she is. Like, was that her debut with Divine Rivals? Like, I don't even know. Um, I'm gonna go on a limb and say no. No. Is that it? Um, the Queen's Rising series she's written. Okay. She hasn't written much. Sisters of Sword and Song. I feel like I've heard of that. Dreams Lie Beneath. They seem to all have like really good ratings. The Queen's Rising seems to have really good ratings. Um, but this was just phenomenal. Okay, wait, I'm going to read something else. Cause okay, I actually, I had this highlighted in my book. Okay. So Roman, like once he gets his memories back, he types to her like a letter or whatever. And he does, puts an asterisk next to outshine. And she's like, what was that for? Like a, a, a typo. And he always has PSs at the end. So he like yes. types her back, whatever. And then he goes, P.S., a typo? No, no, I simply forgot to add a footnote, which should have read as outshine, transitive verb, to shine brighter than or to excel in splendor or showiness. You remember how you said that word to me in the uh, infirmary, post-trenches. You believed I had come to the bluff to outshine you. And I would speak this word back to you now, but only because I would love to see you burn with splendor. I would love to see your words catch fire with mine. He's just the best. I would love to see... I would love to see your you burn with splendor. I would love to see your words catch fire with mine. Like tattoo that on my heart. Literally. Um, it's actually really funny that we're talking about love notes because we were talking the other day um about how like it's so sad. Okay, so I don't even know why it came up, but when my parents like were first dating and like they worked together. My dad would, like, leave my mom love notes, like, on her desk every morning. Like, little, like, post-its. Like, he would just, like, write, like, little notes. And I was, like, it's so cute because my mom kept them all. So she has them all still. But, like, in this day and age, we just, like, text each other. We don't leave each other notes. So, like, the the art of, like, leaving, like, a note or, like, writing a note to, like, your partner has, like, died out. But, like, wouldn't it be so great to, like, have these, like, little notes, like, little words that you can just, like, look back on one day? And I said to girls, like, he's just started, like, leaving me notes. Tom used to actually leave me tons of notes when we first started dating. He has a whole bag full. They were sitting in like his his old car. Um, 
And then like I, I have one in my like ring dish right now. It says like I love you. It's I, cute. Say, I have like cards, but yeah, like no like little notes. Yeah, like he, I used to like leave notes. notes like for Gil, like when he would like go away, like in his like suitcase and stuff. I don't know if he still has them. Yeah, we used doesn't. to do that. Was, like, like, yeah. In grad school, I would always be like, getting up early or whatever, and he'd go to work. So, like I would get something like I would like write back or something like that. Yeah, it was cute. Like I would come home sometimes. Like, yeah, but at my like house you don't do it would, anymore. Like, he would leave, like a bottle of wine, and, like a cute note on the door. I was like, yeah. oh, he loves me. <laughs> Tom can write you notes. Okay, well, I'm surprised he hasn't, honestly. Honestly. Maybe my notes were really supposed to be for you. Sorry. That's a very <laughs> annoying sound. Just slurping up the last of my freaking coffee. Um, but yeah, I gave it like three-ish stars. I don't know. I was really disappointed. I really liked the first book. So like, I would still recommend the series because I think that everybody should read Divine Rivals. But I was just bored, and I know that Katie wasn't. So no, I really so take it with a grain of salt. I, I like really, when we have yeah. these kinds of episodes. I like when we have these episodes too. So, like I really liked it, but again, I do think because I went in thinking like, okay, like go in bare minimum, go in thinking that you're not going to get like a crap ton of background information yeah. to explain things, and like just take it for what it is. It's just like a, just go in with like a good vibe, good mindset. I mean, honestly, you're probably not even listening to this if you haven't read it. But if you have, like, I hope that's the what, maybe what you did it and that you liked it. I yeah. don't know. I saw myself there and I was like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> but duh. <laughs> but duh. I know. I keep looking at myself on, like, your screen. And, so, and then I'm like, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh, hey. Also, the UK covers are. The UK covers beautiful. are so much more beautiful than beautiful. the US covers. But you want to know what? That's, like, a lot of series, honestly. It's a, a ton of series. Um. I think I was saying this to someone like bookish soul uh, when I was talking to Tor. Yeah. I was like, you guys have better covers. And she's like, I don't think so. I'm like, no, no, no. I think you guys do. <laughs> I mean, I can definitely say the Chestnut Spring series. Oh my God. Yeah. Divine um, Rivals. Divine Rivals. Once Upon a Broken Belladonna. Heart. Belladonna. Belladonna. True Love Experiment. Gothic Hannah. Um, the Emily, I like Emily Henry yeah. US covers, but I really like the Caravelle UK covers. Series. Caravelle series. Uh-huh. I feel like. Uh-huh. That's all off the top of our head right now. Yeah, that's just all that's, off the top of our that's head. That's just off the top of our heads. Anyway, um, next week we will be doing our Spilling the Tea episode, so we'll catch up on all the things that we've been reading. Um, I don't think I've talked about my how I finished Kingdom of Ash. No, you have not spoken about it yet. Okay, but I could talk about that next week. Um, I have a lot of just like Throne of Glass opinions in general. Uh, if you follow mm-hmm. us on Instagram, you may have read them today because I posted a – I posted – a lot of my thoughts, but then I ran out of room, so I had to stop typing. Like, literally, Instagram was like, you're done. Like, please wrap Enough. this up, lady. Um, the week after, Check and Mate by Allie Hazelwood. Mm-hmm. The week after that, Another Spilling the Tea. The week after that, <sighs> Destroy the Day. And then the week after that, Crescent City 3. But that's, that's the first week of February, because yes. Crescent City 3 comes out January 30th. If you guys... Okay. I'm going to just like plug this at the end of every episode leading up to it. If you guys need a refresher, we did a Crescent City episode, books one and two in March of last year, May. You know what we should do? We should repost them on our Instagram too. Yeah, I'm going to. Um, I think it was May 9th. Is Kitty going to look it up? I could also just, please hold. I have a better idea. Okay. Well, while she's looking it up, uh, I think it was May 9th. Do 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 last year? Yep. Crescent City big one. Yeah, reread. Five ten. Five ten. Okay. Um so yeah, so if you guys need a refresher, 
before book three. I think we're going to try to do the audiobooks. But anyway, if you need I'm a refresher, go listen to that episode. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. So we'll see you guys next week. Ciao. And uh, don't forget to leave a comment on all of our Instagrams about how amazingly beautiful, talented, wonderful, aesthetically gorgeous, and smart, and beautiful we are. <laughs> and as always, you can follow us on TikTok, Instagram, uh, the BFF.bookclub, and that's it. Okay. Anyway, Katie, bye. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe to receive notifications anytime a new episode drops. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at thebff.bookclub. If you have any comments, questions, book recommendations, or books you want us to talk about in future episodes, please send us an email at thebff.bookclub1 at gmail.com. We appreciate your support. See you, suckers.